0: i feel like when you're a uh, content creator podcaster you're always trying to like figure out like what's the best like the best. Lighting situation and stuff like that you know so yeah. yeah
1: all right i'm ready i hit
0: record like five minutes ago so
1: oh did you <laughs> Did I say anything in a frame
0: No. No. Did I? Not
1: this time. <laughs> did I? <laughs>
0: oh.
1: All right. So apparently you've been recording me without my knowledge for this <laughs> whole time. I feel so violated.
0: <laughs> oh, this is how I get the good those good beginnings of our show. Yeah. So we're back.
1: We are back. We're back. We're back with the next episode.
0: With the next episode, yes, yes. This is gonna be a doozy. I have no idea what I'm gonna say. I have. This is our.
1: Alright. So this is our unscripted.
0: Well, it's all unscripted. <laughs> We're always this all unscripted, off the cuff. No plans
1: at all. You, but at least in some of our episodes, like we at least like organize our thoughts
0: in some <laughs> That's way. That's true. That's true. But you know. This is like, we have a question. Go! (laughs) Basically, basically, think of it as this is gumbo. Gumbo? This is gumbo. I am hungry. Yeah, we're talking about who are some of our auto buy authors? Mm -hmm. Or if not auto buy, like authors, whenever they put something out, you're going to buy it eventually, for sure. Question.
1: Do we want to do dead and alive?
0: Well, uh, does it count if they're dead?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you know there will never be another dead. new thing.
0: There well, will never be know. another Let's new, find new find thing. Manuscript.
1: There could be a manuscript. You don't know. Possibly. But, then, like, but we talked about this briefly, just the two of us, how many people we read that are dead. Yeah. So, what do we do with an author? Like, for example, we mm-hmm. have been recording way too long. I've lost my mind. <laughs> it's fine time. Hemingway, yeah. Demorier I will see Austin. I mean, how many fucking copies of Jane Austen do I have? If I see, like, that's an auto buy in my mind. If there's a Hemingway I don't already own, I will buy it. Sherlock Holmes. If, the, if there's a Demorier I, I don't already own. Right. Or even if I do
0: already own it. Another. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on how you define auto buy though, right? So I guess mm-hmm. that could fit in there with that.
1: In my mind there's like two. There's like people you will always buy books from, right? When you see them. And then there's people whose books you will always buy even if you don't know anything about them. Like they they whatever they come out with you're buying. Let's it. go with that. And those are two different
0: auto buys, right? Let's go with that because we All have right. a lot of the first one more so than the latter one i think
1: i think but it's kind of boring for me to be like i will buy all of the all of the dead
0: people (laughs) i'm not buying
1: all the dead people what am i gonna do with them where am i putting them in the basement oh i'm buying all the works of the dead people speaking of dead people i sent you that tiktok that we were both very disappointed wasn't real
0: I, I was so this, hoping that was the truth.
1: TikTok and it was so that little girl on this TikTok is like, so we bought this house, we've been redoing this house. I've been peeling off the wallpaper. And my husband's been doing X, Y, and Z. And I realized as I was peeling off the wallpaper that there were names on the wall. And dates. And and dates. And then I started looking up the names and the dates. And I realized they were all missing people. So then I had to call the cops. And then the cops were like, this isn't wallpaper. This is actually skin. And I was like, I'm in for it. I'm in for it. What is this story? Give me more.
0: We're like, gear it up. We're geared up for it not real not real
1: that was like the biggest disappointment
0: it really was
1: of the week because what <laughs> i was
0: thinking was oh my gosh, she is actually living an american horror story life right now and i want to follow along every step of the way No, you probably there's should nothing. read that
1: story though because it does sound really good did but, she
0: write it or was it someone else's i
1: know i thought she was writing it or maybe that's what she's reading i don't know we have to go i have to go back and look i feel I like so that so happened in american
0: horror story
1: i was just so disappointed when it wasn't real because then I was like how do you make skin into wallpaper like my brain was just like going these are the sound bites you want in your podcast they are how do you make skin into wallpaper
0: wallpaper. (laughs) what's that drying process like
1: well (laughs) I have a tangent (laughs) so there's a museum in Philly that's one of my favorite places and it's the Mütter Museum, which is, like, uh, the Philadelphia Physicians College. Like, it's this museum of, like, medical oddities. It is the the most fantastic place ever. Uh, I love going there because uh, it's just freaking weird and creepy. Yeah. And they had, the last time I was down there, which was a while ago, they had a whole exhibit of things from, like, the Civil War, including, like, leather-bound journals and books that were all made from dead people's skins. <laughs> Oh, okay. And the way it's presented is like, it could be a cattle skin. It could be your,
0: uh, your friend. (laughs) Like, like it was just as nonchalantly presented. Okay. Not going to lie. Kind of want a journal made out of someone's skin. (laughs) I'm just, I'm Just being honest. (laughs) I have so
1: many questions: whose skin, how much of a journal are you going to dye it? Like, who's tanning it? How do you get this done? I have so many questions.
0: I'm intrigued, and I want one of my own.
1: Like, but apparently, like, apparently, it was commonplace enough at the time of this exhibit that it was just kind of like, yeah.
0: Oh man. Also, I want to go to this museum.
1: Oh, I will go to the Mudder with you at any point in time. You just tell me we will meet in Philly and I will go.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a good time right there. Yeah. Okay. That's on the list.
1: All right. So why don't you start off so I can get my brain Ooh. out? I'm going to click out of the Motor Museum and we're good.
0: <laughs> All right. Let me start with an author who is alive. I would say that... Are they or are they in your basement? <laughs> or in my walls? I don't know. Okay, yes. I'm going to start with Tiari Jones. She wrote An American Marriage,
1: Silver Sparrow,
0: The Untelling, Leaving Atlanta. I've only read two of those four. But I think she is a really phenomenal author and storyteller. And she sold me. An American Marriage was unputdownable for me.
1: I still and, have
0: to read that. Oh, I thought you read that one.
1: No, I have it. I found it at some point, thrifted it, but I don't haven't read it yet.
0: Oh, it was such a good story. And then so I read that in twenty nineteen. And then just a few months ago, I read her other book called Silver Sparrow. Woohoo, the drama and that book and the messiness. I was here for it.
1: We love drama and messy.
0: It was so good. And I also have her other two books, The Untelling and Leaving Atlanta. But she's definitely, whatever she puts out next, I'm going to get it. I may not get it on release day, but I'm going to get but it. you're going to get yes. it. You'll get
1: your little mitts on it. A-
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I feel like this is TBR Lowdown After Dark. Oh, I like it. I like it. And when get you're up. an old lady, After Dark means after 7 p.m. It's like we need to sneak <laughs> jazz. <laughs> <laughs> a silky robe just a silky robe you know so I've got
1: a pipe I can find that <laughs> wow, wow, wow,
0: wow. <laughs> I feel like we both should have had on a robe Hugh Hefner style I have one we need to get some with TBR Lowdown on them uh, I can talk to my mom yeah she
1: can, she can, she can, can do that, that shit right on there.
0: she can do that yeah Okay. I don't know how she should feel about this podcast, though. Anyway. <laughs> oh. oh, wait. Should we both do a live dead? Yeah, give me a dead one. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm stuck.
1: I'm going to have to... James Baldwin I'm going to have to... Wouldn't you put James Baldwin
0: in there? Oh, you know, why don't I? James Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> I have maybe six or seven of his books, and I only read three But every time you see them, you buy them. Every and that's the thing. I rarely see them. I rarely see them like in the thrift stores or the used bookstore. The next to last time I was at McKay, they had another country. I was so shocked to see James Baldwin there. And I grabbed that sucker up immediately.
1: Yeah.
0: So he's definitely an author. His his work is just it's unforgettable. It's unforgettable. So and I do have a goal to get through all of his writings, you know, essays, magazine articles, novels, like whatever it is that he's written, I want to read it.
1: Well, we're going to work on that next year. Yeah. I realize I love, I want everything he's ever written to have been narrated by him in an audiobook because oh. I love his voice. I love yeah. hearing interviews mm-hmm. with him and just, he's, oh. like, I didn't even, how do I not... So, like, we've had this conversation and we will continue to have this conversation. Yeah. The amount of things that you don't know you don't know mm-hmm. in this world or you have no experience with or the books you've never had, like the shows, the plays, yep. the, just general information, the history, all the yeah. things that you don't know that you don't know is, is just, it's crazy. And the older you get, the more of these things you find out, you're like, how? How? How did I not know that? I've been here for so long. So how long. How did I not know that?
0: Yeah. So yeah. So
1: it's like this quest to read and know all the things is very
0: difficult exactly exactly before you die (laughs) before you die right exactly journal (laughs) you know you want to be you know you want to be
1: all right so basic white girl I will choose Sally Rooney because and I will say that because I've only actually read one and I do I meant to read her newest book beautiful world where are you or beautiful light beautiful world right beautiful world World, Um, but my day to read that just sort of went away. I just mm. want a day where that's what I do. So that might happen on my vacation next month, but cause I just want a day with me and Sally because when I read her one before this, who, now that I've had wine and we've talked about skin drawers, normal people, brain, thank you. My mm-hmm. brain doesn't work. Also, I'm not a normal person, so I would never remember that title. <laughs> um, it was, I mean, I cried, that relationship spoke to me in, like, so many ways. Like, I've had I've had that relationship throughout my life. Like, it was just so real. Also, I fucking love Ireland. Mm-hmm. So, like, just the setting was fantastic. Dublin's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I need to read Conversations with Friends, but I want to find a nice hard copy of it. Oh, that's her, too? Yeah. So, it's weird. Oh, so, I have a book of okay. the month. Versions of uh, normal people and uh, beautiful world, where are you? I want a special edition of beautiful world, where are you? I would like and like a normal version of yeah. A, I want I want more editions, basically. Right. But they don't have. I don't think book of the month has a version of conversations with friends, and this is the thing that bothers me the most about book of the month is when there I. I don't mind having Book of the Month editions. Mm -hmm. I hate when I don't have
0: matching Book of the Month editions. Yeah, I have some of those where the Book of the Month thing isn't on there.
1: Yeah, or like they just didn't make that. Or like Gilded Wolves. They did the first of Gilded Wolves, but they never did the next two in the series. So I don't own the next two in the series. I've read Book 2 and Book 3 just came out, Bronze whatever beasts I think right and I might be very wrong on that um it's TBR lowdown after dark allow for mistakes um but that's not the point the point is that it irritates me that like I can't get the
0: full series and right and that's because line. there's no guarantee that they're going to pick up the next book in the series
1: so I've sort of I don't know like I, it irritates me that they don't do that but then again they do like every fucking Riley Sager
0: Ugh. Those who can't see, I'm giving a real big eye roll.
1: I just don't think that Riley Sager's all that and a bag of chips. Like, I just don't think he is. Tell
0: and Bookstagram that. They would fight us for that.
1: People do. I don't get it. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, fine, the, right. I've never read the,
0: him, her. What's it a, a they? Are they they? he. Okay.
1: The pink one. I can't remember what the pink one is. But that one I kind of liked, mostly because... The twisty stuff sort of goes into sort of what I do in very tangentially for a living as a nurse. And so it was interesting with that twist. Right. Home Before Dark was like, fine. I like that kind of spooky ghost story, but it's very similar to Ruth Ware's turn, turn the Key.
0: Yes, i read that one.
1: So... And I prefer Turn of the Key to Home Before Dark. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't anything new, is my point. Right. I, this is a tangent I did not mean to go on. This is auto buys, not auto not buys. And so, <laughs> so he is now on my auto not buy list. I will not buy anymore. You <laughs> didn't know that was coming. <clears throat> but I gave him a shot. It was fine. But I'm not buying your books anymore. I will borrow them. I will maybe thrift them for a quarter. But I'm not buying your books anymore, sir.
0: I just refuse to read. Sager at all, just like I refuse to read Rebecca in October.
1: <laughs> I am just annoyed by that refusal, only because you should read Rebecca in all of the
0: months. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do the opposite of what everyone else does. I'm gonna read Jamaica Inn in in October. I will
1: read Jamaica in. Yes, you. we're gonna buddy I've only read it. Ever seen it? So there was a maybe a BBC a BBC, a BBC mini series with Jane Seymour. Beautiful. Oh, I love Jane, Jane, Jane Seymour. Seymour um you youngins probably don't know they is. don't know and <laughs> it's yeah it's great i have that somewhere i think on vhs i probably have jamaica in
0: yeah so i'm gonna read that in october and i'm gonna read rebecca in april just so, because
1: i guess because we're already we talking about it we can just slap de on my <laughs> auto buy list Yes. And there's a lot of... There was something and I and I don't know if I wrote it down and I'm kind of kicking myself for it. There was some booktuber and it it's... I want to say it's the lady that you introduced me to who does the conversations with her mom and they like bake.
0: Miranda. And
1: I want to say it was Miranda but I might be wrong that was talking about a DeMaurier I've never heard of that sounded a bit more dystopian like fantasy than uh, her normal sort of work and <clears throat> I think it was like a later uh work of hers so I-, I need to figure out what that was so I can get it but basically like if I see de you're I'm going
0: buy to it. buy it mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy it okay okay so that's your no longer living
1: living and dead your turn
0: go okay this is, our, this is
1: our drinking game i drink you don't oh yes your living
0: okay. was rooney that's right okay so my next living william kent krueger william someone,
1: kent tender is the night or whatever the. Book this
0: is, tenderland. So,
1: tenderland. tender land so tender land tender is the night is a oh it's gerald,
0: like gerald. <laughs> <laughs> so william kent krueger wrote this tender land No Ordinary Grace. He also wrote the Cork O'Connor Detective Series, which I just read book one a couple of weeks ago called Iron Lake. It was fantastic. So This Tenderland is a book that I read at the end of 2019. I buddy read it with um, Hilly Reads on Bookstagram. That book was just so good. I don't think I've ever cried so hard reading a book. I mean, like I was like bawling my eyeballs out towards the end. It was just so good. It
1: scares me only because a Little Life. like I But it's, was it's so different. I was literally doing the-
0: It's so different.
1: And you may you not know, cry. Like a little kid cry where you, you, yeah. no longer, you cry with your whole soul. That's yes. Yeah. Was.
0: With all your breath and everything. I everything. did not expect to love and get so attached to the characters in this tender land. And it was... That was just an incredible story. So he's definitely an auto buy for me, William Kent Krueger, And also get yourself a copy of This Tenderland and read that. And if you like a good detective series, get your hands on at least book one, which is called Iron Lake. And for No Longer Living, I'm going to go with Roberto Bologno. He is the author of so many books. I know a popular one that people post on Instagram is 2666. I think that was his last book. But I've read The Woes of the Policeman. Fantastic. The Savage Detectives, which made me feel like a dumb person. Fantastic. We'll be rereading that.
1: I love when books make you feel dumb. Yeah. That's my favorite. You're yeah. like, how am I so
0: stupid? <laughs> right. I will I be rereading I wasn't that. I was this dumb. Um, yeah, it was so good. But I mean, it was like... It's the kind of book that kind of teaches you how to read as you're reading it. Does that make sense?
1: <laughs> you know? It's the hooked on phonics of Right,
0: right. It's like a, it's teaching you how to read as you read it. So The Savage Detectives is definitely a, a story that I want to read again because you can't possibly grasp everything on just one read of that book. So Roberto Bologno is my choice for No Longer Here and it is my goal as well to get through all of his works at some point. He's a fantastic writer. Oh, and he's translated from Spanish, I believe.
1: So, Living. Uh, I have to pick Amor tolls because I love him so much. He is, what, on his third book, he knocked out of the park with his first book, his sophomore book, phenomenal. Mm. Like, I just, I would let him write anything. I'd be like, I don't care. Like, just, I want to find his home, and just be like, tell me a story.
0: <laughs> I have wine.
1: <laughs> I, I, I know what town, ha- he lives in the, he, we used to live in the same town, so like, I, I, I know I could somehow find him, which yeah. sounds really stalkerish, and I'm not actually going to stalk you, so don't like, get upset. But like, if we ever <laughs> happen to run into each other, mm-hmm. just know that I'm going to bring wine to your house, and we're going to, I'll bring good wine. Yeah. I don't drink shitty wine. Right. So.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I have taste.
0: I've <laughs> <laughs> got class. Yes. That I don't have. <laughs> but I
1: have, taste. I have good taste in why? Oh, yeah, I just absolutely love his books. If you don't know what he wrote, he wrote Rules of Civility and A Gentleman in Moscow. And uh, The Lincoln Highway is coming out in October with, I think I've talked about this in like every other podcast, but yeah. we're going to do it again. That's what we do. And then Dead... Ooh, who's my dead person? Like, who's a good dead person? Mm. You know who I'm gonna throw on there? Who? Butler. Yes. Because yes. now that I've read Kindred, oh, I yes. want it all. I want it all, and I want it now. You can sing. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I want it all. Octavia Butler is a goddess, and I don't know how. I've never read her before, and I feel like I've been robbed for Same. 38 years of my Same. life. I mean, because you and I both
0: read Kindred for the first time this year.
1: Yeah. I'm like, where what yeah how how has the world been hiding this from yeah
0: exactly okay me for the living i'm gonna have to go with miyako kamikami i just must agree she wrote miss ice sandwich and breast and eggs and heaven she's translated for what japanese korean Mm -hmm. japanese japanese she's an incredible writer I just, if you don't know, Brush the Eggs was our September main pick for the book club. But Alyssa and I already read it a few months back. I'm reading it again. It is just absolutely phenomenal. Her latest book called Heaven, so good. Heartbreaking, so hard to read, but so good. I do plan on reading her novella, Miss Ice Sandwich, at some point between now and the end of November. But I adore her writing.
1: That's translated by different people though, right?
0: Ms. Ice Sandwich is translated by someone else. Heaven and Brushes the Eggs are translated by the same two people. Two men. Mm-hmm. So that will be for my living. And for no longer here... Oh, this is getting tricky, huh? It gets tricky when if dad <laughs> It does. It's... Um. Wait, is he living? He's alive. Never mind. That's a bad one. Okay.
1: <laughs> damn it
0: he's not dead yet he's alive he doesn't count oh you know that's harder than i than i thought or maybe i'm i breed more dead ladies it doesn't matter you maybe pick a dead what whatever does. pick a whatever i was gonna say ann petrie but i don't think she has a lot of books but
1: he still would buy them
0: right i'm gonna go with her then i think y'all know how much i love the street by ann petrie and I own her other book called *The Narrows*, and I'm gonna make Alyssa read both with me. I'm gonna reread *The Street* and <laughs> then follow it up with Lisa. *The Narrows*. But she's an incredible storyteller too. I and she's another one. It's like, how did I not know about this author? How did I not know about this this Miss Anne Petrie? How did I not she know? She does
1: have something. So she has *Maria the Cabin Club*, which uh, Maria of the Cabin Club. That's a short story. She has *The Street*, *Country Place*. Uh, the Drugstore Cat, which is a children's book. The Narrows. Tituba of Salem Village, which is a historical novel for children. She's got a nonfiction book about Harriet Tubman. She's got a lot of stuff.
0: Okay, well, she's got something for me to dig into. Okay, so... At least
1: according to, like, whatever this is. Right. Um, Wikipedia. She's somehow associated with a lot of different things in her bibliography.
0: Okay, so that's that's my... Choice for No Longer Here and Petrie. Okay. Uh, for Alive, let's see.
1: For Alive, I would pick... Why did I suddenly blank on, like, every author I read? Oh, oh, Kostova. Yes. We've read one book and I will buy anything she writes.
0: All you need to read is one by her and you're, you're, you're sold.
1: What's her first name again? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Mm Mm-hmm. It's been a long day. I don't remember
0: anybody.
1: Yeah. She wrote The Historian. We're going to read... Which one are we reading next?
0: We're going to read The Shadowland.
1: That one? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then for Dad, I I just had a dead person. (laughs) That sounds wrong. It does, Uh, but you know... Virginia Woolf. Oh, yes. Yes, because I'm slowly devouring all of her works. That's what I was trying to remember. Because I've read Mrs. Dalloway now two years running, and every time I read it, I like it more. Really? And there's a lot to unpack in it. So I find with the stream of consciousness writing that she has, Mm -hmm. especially in Mrs. Dalloway, I find that I end up losing focus somewhere every time and then coming back to the story. So every year I read it, it's almost like I pick up a different thing that I maybe spaced out on the last year.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: There's a lot, but there's a lot in it. So like the first time I read it, it was really overwhelming. And then I went down that rabbit hole of YouTube videos about Virginia Woolf. And then I read it again. And it was less overwhelming, but I still kind of had this in and out thing because my weird brain already is on its own, like spaghetti of train tracks. (laughs) And... It can't just doesn't do well with stream of consciousness all the time, but I kind of enjoy the exercise because there's so much in there to pick out, and the story is so actually beautifully crafted that it's it's just like weird mental exercise. Also, um, I, what I what else did I read by her this year? It was Orlando, which is oh. this just bizarre sort of fantasy gender bending and and i know that's not like the most i don't know politically correct term but like it's the perfect term for this book um because it's just the gender of the of orlando just kind of it's like changes throughout and it's it's this weird it's weird and it's good but it's weird it's <laughs> gonna
0: tell you it's weird yeah yeah so those are my those are my two hmm okay For my next living auto author, I'm going to have to go with Cormac McCarthy. Mm. Now, I've only read two of his books. I read The Road, which was fantastic, and I read Blood Meridian, which I think is another masterpiece. Uh, But I own... I own maybe seven or eight of his books. Um, I... I'm going down a Southern Gothic literature journey and he's on that list. The road is not Southern Gothic, but blood Meridian surely is. And the rest of his books are in that category as well. I just think he's a master of writing and storytelling. And he definitely writes books that you need to read several times over to just really get the whole gist. I don't think that, you can ever just read it one time and fully get it which is also exciting to me and so for no longer here I'm gonna go with Sir Arthur Conan Doyle because I'm obsessed with Sherlock Holmes always will be and um, every time I see a Sherlock Holmes edition I want it I want it
1: you do love your Sherlock
0: Holmes I love my Sherlock Holmes and I I love books that feature Sherlock Holmes like the book I'm reading now, *The Strange Case of the Alchemist's Daughter*, Sherlock Holmes makes an appearance, so you can sucker me in that way too. Or like I have this—I have these two other books. They're basically Sherlock Holmes and Watson are two black chicks, <laughs> so like I'm a sucker oh. for that too. That's not the blade; is black. No, that. not that. This is. Um, I can't see it, but I think a study in a study in honor and. The Hound of Justice. And it's by Claire O'Dell. Ooh, so, like, like anything surrounding Sherlock Holmes, I'm just automatically a sucker for it. Yeah. Oh, right. just like the book that we're choosing for October. Our, our October read, A Night and the Lonesome October, apparently Sherlock Holmes makes an appearance in there too. So, if it's Sherlock Holmes, I'm in.
1: She is, folks, she is. Yeah. So for a living, I'm going to pick NK Jemison. Yeah. I if talk about books that make you feel stupid.
0: Ha! Talk about it.
1: Like my brain, the exercises that it goes through so that I can understand the phenomenally well crafted world building of NK Jemison is just I will forever buy her books. I don't care. I'm gonna buy them, even if I don't understand them. I'm gonna buy them. And the city we became is phenomenal. Like I remember it is. when I started that, I was like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" Like, what is this book? And then suddenly, I was like, "Oh my god, I need to know what happens." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like fucking Staten Island.
0: Staten Island's always a fucking problem." <laughs> now, did you read the Broken Earth trilogy?
1: I read book one because we all read it together and then I never continued. So now I need to reread book one because I kind of remember how it ends. But I feel like that one threw me off because she uses you. And I'm like, you suddenly we're in a narrative and we're in like a, you know, a perspective and I'm like, you're changing tenses on me. I'm like, what? And it makes sense by the end of it, but my brain is just like, what did you do?
0: Well, I read the entire trilogy and I'm telling you, I need to read that bad boy again.
1: I will read it again with you because I, she's, she's, she's
0: amazing. She is.
1: She's she's a queen. She is. I want to
0: read the broken earth, excuse me, trilogy again. I want to read her inheritance. Like I want to read everything, but Mm -hmm. definitely I need to do a reread of the broken earth trilogy. It was just like so big brain and I need to get in there again. So maybe that, we could do that for 2022.
1: Yeah, cause that was so like, like I was almost tired after the first one because I was like, my brain could, I, I, I question whether or not I'm smart enough to truly understand all the intricacies mm-hmm. of an N.K. Jemisin worlds, especially that trilogy. But the city we became, I was like, this woman has figured out New York City. Like she has put like she understands the nuances of the city that I believe she lives in. So she like It's like her
0: own sci fi love letter to New York City.
1: It is it was perfection. And if you have ever lived in New York, like you will there are like little intricacies of the story where you're like, Yeah, that's Brooklyn. Like you're like that you won't you probably you make you can pick up on but not in the same way. It's not the same.
0: I'm f- fucking Staten Island. Always <laughs> making trouble. Fucking Staten Island. I know that this go-round, I, I can't just listen to the audiobook. The Broken yeah, Earth trilogy, trilogy is, those are the kind of books where I need to be sitting down, reading them without anything else going on. Yeah. So the next go-round, that's how I'm going to approach it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So dead... I feel like this is a bit of a cop-out.
0: Okay, why do you say that?
1: Because it feels like basic, but I'm going to pick Agatha Christie.
0: Why I is that be, basic? Like, People love Agatha Christie.
1: Because like you could pick up an Agatha Christie at any point in time, pick it up, read it, and have a good time. Right? Sounds good to auto, me. auto buy. Yeah, sounds good to me. Even if I don't read it right at that time, it's like having snacks in your bag.
0: I like that. I like that's that. like Christy. Yeah. I mean, that's how, I mean, you know, I love me a good detective procedural series. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they ain't mind blowing, but they're a whole hell of a lot of fun when you're reading them. I love so, them.
1: I grew up watching Poirot and I always thought that David Suchet was French because I grew up watching that man be Poirot. Like, literally, my, how long has he been Poirot? Like, almost my entire, like, having a memory life until the very end of Poirot, which was, like, a couple years ago. So for, like, 30 years, this man was Poirot. I saw him do a documentary about, like, the Orient Express talking in his normal-ass British accent. And, and you were like, like,
0: what in the hell? Who the fuck <laughs> is this guy? Excuse me, Poirot. <laughs>
1: And then they came out with the movie for Murder on the Orient Express and I was like, there is no way I'm watching this because you're not Poirot, sir. Right, right. <laughs> I have spent my entire life with him. And hey, it is not you, you. are not it. You are not him. Also, Agatha Christie is like the original fucking Gone Girl. Like, I, like her yes. story. She is a fantastic story in and of herself.
0: That bitch went missing she had a horrible husband and she was like, mm, peace. Exactly. <laughs> do you have that book about that? I want
1: it. I've watched a lot of things. That new one that came yeah. out. Yeah. I don't have it yet, but I really do want okay. it. Okay. I almost bought it the last time I was in Barnes and Noble, but it's, all, it's never on sale and I haven't found it on sale anywhere. And you know me cheap. Yeah. So same.
0: <laughs> yeah. Same. But
1: Yeah. No, I love that story. I love it.
0: I love that. she's That's, just that's this, not an easy pick. That's, that's, a, that's a good pick. Thank you. That's a good pick. So, okay. Now now I have to think of more. My Living, I'm going to go with Deshawn Charles Winslow, who wrote In West Mills. I don't know how many times I have to tell y'all to read this book, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you again to read this goddamn book. Okay? When you read that book, I want you to Get on Instagram and go to my page Book Lady Reason. I want you to DM me and tell me what you thought about the character or not. Just just tell me. Just just, tell me all your feelings. That book had that book took me through it. It took me through it. You talk about messy.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean messy, messy.
1: We love messy people. So messy. Like messy people.
0: But, like, the way he wrote that book, I mean, you were in that town. Like, you were there. I felt like I was a next-door neighbor. It's so great. I feel like it is a very underrated book. So, I'm going to say it for the one millionth time. Read in West Mills by Deshaun Charles Winslow, Please and thank you. You're welcome. All right. Now for, now for No Longer Living. It's getting tough, folks. It's getting tough.
1: It gets hard. You're like shit. Who's dead? <laughs> right.
0: Okay. I'm. I, I. am gonna have to go with Toni Morrison. Okay. Because I do want to get through all of her works. I've only read Beloved and Sula. Y'all, please read Sula. And I do I want to read it. We're gonna. We're gonna read all the things. And she. Yeah. She she's one fix- where I want to get through all of her. Her she's back catalog fix- for sure. Toni Morrison.
1: All right, so I'm still trying to find a dead person. I'm literally going through my bookly app to find a dead person. for For a living, I'm gonna go with my find from Women in Translation this year, and that's Han Kang. Yeah, I any Han Kang, do not care. That like her writing is exquisite. I need a new word for exquisite, but like it is, it is just so. Her prose are poetic and it's just, it's, it's amazing. Um, and the three books I read could not be more different. And mm, mm-hmm. I loved them all for different reasons. Um, yeah, like that, that was good. I'm trying to find a dead person though. And I don't have a dead person. Well, there's somebody I want to read more from. Does this count? Yes. And this goes back into like the, the, uh, sort of gilded age of mystery and that's Dorothy Sayers.
0: Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: So I definitely want to get more into that world. The first time... So I've watched on YouTube some of the BBC miniseries from, like, the 70s. hmm And one of my old neighbors gave me a copy of um, Murder for Hire. I think that's what it's called. So we read that book, A Gentleman Murder, whatever, you and I, with or with TBR Lowdown. And it's that sort of harkens back to that golden age of crime mystery novel writing. Right. And it really reminded me of the Dorothy Sayers. And so I really do need to go back down that. But I remember I listened to the first uh, Lord Peter Wimsey recently. And I was like, oh, yeah, these are really colonialist and racist, which they should be because it's like 1920s England. Like, woe is colony, right? But once you get past that, it's... it's they're actually kind of good, but I guess Gaudy Knight's supposed to be an amazing, like an amazing book. So that's one I really want to read. And that lady who Miranda, yes, she talked a lot about Gaudy Knight, and I've heard a lot of other people talk about Gaudy Knight, which is in the series of Lord Peter Lord Peter Whimsy. But it's more this um, whose name I cannot remember. I want to call her Agatha, but that might be wrong but he has this lady love interest. Mm -hmm. This is kind of more her story and it's um, in like a woman's college and it's a little bit has more like feminist undertones and um, I kind of, that's the next one I want to try to read. It's sort of out of order, but I want to bump a few and get to that and see.
0: I I love that. I love that for you. Oh, you love that for me? I do. I do. (laughs) I do. Okay. My yeah, next living is Elena Ferrante. I you finally... Elena Ferrante,
1: <laughs> yeah. Now that you have her, you love
0: her. I kind of want you to read this too, because I just I have...
1: have... It, I have it on like my list. I think
0: I you'll it. really appreciate it, but I finally got to read book one, My Brilliant Friend in her Neapolitan Novels series. Uh, she writes in the language of Italian and she I I get it all the all the extreme and high praise about Elena Ferrante I get it now I get it now I'm so glad that I bought the entire Neapolitan novels so I have all four books and so I don't I don't have to wait I don't have to track them down I already have them I bought them all at the same time. So I will be finishing that before this year ends. I'm kind of saving the last three for when I go on my end of year vacation. Because I just kind of want to just dig into those during my little, my my holiday off. But yes, Elena Ferrante. And then I hope to read her newest book as soon as I finish this uh, series. So that's for my living. For my no longer here, I'm going to choose Magda Zabo. I read her book and she's a Hungarian writer. Yes. That's so the door. Mm-hmm. she died in 2007. Um, so I read the door. I checked. She did. I checked. <laughs> she is no longer here. She gone. So I read the door and I thought it was outstanding. I There's nothing like a good book that has so much tension in it. <laughs> so much yeah, there, push and pull, is. you know,
1: and like. Those two women did have a very bizarre. It
0: was bizarre.
1: Relationship that you couldn't stop.
0: Yes. Watching. And that power struggle. And it was... The Door was absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend that book. So I want to read whatever else she's written. So mm-hmm. Magda Zabo for my author who's no longer here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right.
1: So for my author who is still with us, I, I, I'm i feeling like the basic bookstagrammer, but I'm going Kazu Ishigaro because... Um, Claire and the sun just rocked my world so hard. It was hard. good. I tried to put it in chunky book discussion, and it just wasn't long enough. I was like, "Are you long enough?" And it wasn't. <laughs> so, um, it was good. Asri Shigaro is fantastic. We need to read Remains of the Day. Like, mm-hmm. I just—he just knocked my socks off. I think his daughter is also an author. I, I feel like that is correct. That, I need to go down that route too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm all I'm all about that mm-hmm. life we're doing that. And then for dead, you know what? I kind of want to read. And I don't know if this is an auto buy as much as like, I'm slowly co- collecting them. And we both have them is trollop Anthony Trollope? Yes. I want to know what all the bus is about.
0: Yeah. I need to read the one book that I own by him this year.
1: I have like a little
0: stack. That you have, have a lot. Yeah. That, that I
1: that have just come from my mother over the years. So I just have a bunch. Those aren't, I have to unpack those boxes and put them on the shelf.
0: Yeah, I know because we already looked. The one that I own, you don't own. I don't own. Yeah. Them. I
1: have like seven or something like that. Yeah, and I don't own that one. Um, but, but they're supposed to be like sort of like village saga drama things. So I, I kind of want to go in there and see what that's about. Yeah. Same. I might hate it though. But I want to go there. So I haven't spent any money on these books. So,
0: yeah. I mean, we should both read one and chat about it on the, on the, on the show for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a Mm -hmm. good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Yes. Okay. How many more of these are we going to do? Two more. Okay. Two more, two more rounds. Okay. Each or just you do one, I do one. How do you want to do it? One more round or two more rounds? This is another round right here. Two more.
1: I'm oh, okay. I'm trying to figure out some memes.
0: Okay. For my living, I'm going to have to go with Britt Bennett.
1: Oh, I was thinking that one. Too.
0: Yeah. So she has two books out, uh, The Mothers and The Banishing Half. I own both. I read both. But I read her latest one before I read her older one. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i excited to see what she does next. I really love The Mothers. And I really love The Vanishing Half. They're very different books, but I think that she is a writer to watch. I think she's a
1: brilliant writer.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. she's a writer to watch for sure. So whatever she puts out next, I will buy it and I will read it. And for my No Longer Here author, I'm going to have to go with Larry McMurtry, author of Lonesome Dove. <laughs> you do <love> Dove. <laughs> I'm just going to... Uh-huh. So I've been... If he has a Western that's on the shelves at the thrift store or the used bookstore, I have picking it up. I think I own now, I think six of his Western type books. So I think he also wrote the Terms of Endearment, which was, you know, later made into a movie in the 80s. Yeah. I only
1: know the movie.
0: Yeah, but I, I only know his Westerns and that's kind of what I'm focused on. And I'm just I'm just here for all of it. He died recently. He died this year.
1: You're really really doing well with the dead people. I know. I know. So for Alive, I'm going to go V. Schwab Mm. because A Darker Shade of Magic just was fantastic. I would love, somebody was talking about it recently and I was like, yes, yes, you are so right. If she wrote that series now, Mm -hmm. it would be even more amazing. It's one of her earlier works and like that is just so good. And then we all know, I'm a, I love Addie LaRue, I know that you either are, it either like knocked your socks off or you just didn't care. Yeah. Or like, my socks were blown off, I had a book hanging over it, like, I, I love, I love that book. I love that book so much. Um, again, you're talking about something that's set in New York. Right. Can I be more easy? I don't know. I think I just, I don't know, it's easy to, to get me. Just put something in New York and I'm there. I'm sort of on like a George Eliot kick, and I don't know. Mm. I don't know how many books there are, but I'm kind of like interested in dropping down that rabbit hole. Which I think is sort of feminist, but also very anti Semitic.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: times.
0: Oh. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why wouldn't you? (laughs) But, you know, I guess that's where I'll go. I do want to read Middlemarch. It's either like everyone's favorite or least favorite book. Silas Marner sounds a little bit more up my alley. I have both of those. I will rope you into reading them at some point. I'm here Um, for it. Yeah. Yeah. So... I like I like the classics that are actually written by women. I feel like, even though they still have things that are problematic, because... <laughs> times. Times. Um, there is at least that like saving grace of you have a woman doing something that she probably wouldn't have been allowed to do.
0: For sure. <laughs> so. Okay.
1: Oh, God, I got one more round. I got to make it good.
0: I'm trying to make this one good. All right, so... My next living author, and I only read one book by her. I own two of her books. You know, how many books does she have? That's what I don't know. Does she just have two? Okay, she has a few. She has four. All right, but her two novels. So I'm talking about the author Nicole dennis Ben. She wrote Patsy, and she wrote Here Comes the Sun. I've only read Patsy. But I loved Patsy. I devoured Patsy. I love when an author writes about a mother in a very non-traditional way. And she just hit the nail on the head with Patsy. And also, it's also a story about, you know, an immigrant trying to make her way to the United States. And Mm -hmm. the people that Patsy encountered, the situations that that she got herself into while trying to get over to the United States was like so... (laughs) High pressure field. I mean, it, I mean, talk about tense. Yeah. So the story was just so gripping. And I just thought that I felt like the author took a lot of risks in that book. And it just all worked so well. So that's Patsy, Nicole Dennis Ben. And I do plan on reading her other book, Here Comes the Sun, before this year ends. So that's for my living. Now for the No Longer Here. Oh. It's Flannery okay. O'Connor. Okay. Like, you can't go down the Southern Gothic Literature Road without without reading Flannery O'Connor. So, I'm going to add her for my author who is no longer here.
1: That's All right. rough. Um, well, I think I'm just going to keep being basic, and I'm going to pick Frederick Bachman because... I've read two so far. I need to... The only reason why I don't own more is because I don't have the editions that I want. Mm-hmm. So I've read Town* and I've read um, A Man Called Ove*. Right. And I fucking loved each and every one of them for different reasons. Yes, and you did. I, I... I need more. I need... I just need more. I want to get anxious people but anxious people isn't in the same kind of paperback that my other paperbacks are in and but Oh, you're I, trying to get
0: them the, uh, to match?
1: Because well, I, I well, it's just so different. I think is my problem. <laughs> it's so different than the other two copies I have. Right. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then for Dead. Oh, I feel like I have the last say and I don't know if I have a good Dead one. Poopy doops. Poopy doops. Um, Poop-a-dupes. I, can I just, can I, can I, can I just bail out? Can I bail out and say something stupid?
0: Yes, because I may also have to do the same.
1: I'm just going to bail out and pick Jane Austen because I will pick up a thousand copies of Jane Austen. That's not a
0: bailout. You love Jane Austen.
1: I love Jane Austen, like with my whole soul. Yeah. And I probably have like three copies of every book, except for Mansfield Park because it's trash. It's not trash, it's just (laughs) stupid. It's boring.
0: That's funny. I actually
1: need to read Mansfield Park as an adult and see if I feel the same way. But I have a feeling I'm still going to be like Fanny, you suck. Like you should.
0: You should do that.
1: I still think like, I'm going to think Fanny sucks.
0: Yeah, you should do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I, that's it. I'm done. I'm tapped. I'm out. All right. My final two. This is really hard. For this the is a living. Fun game, by the way. Hmm. This is a fun game. It kind I of guess. is. It kind of yeah. is. Okay. Secret TVR lowdown after dark episode. All right. For the living, I'm going to go with Martha Wells, who is the author of the Murderbot Diaries Ooh, series. love Murderbot.
1: You love Murderbot so hard?
0: I love Murderbot so hard. I have reread that. I reread it this year, actually. Um, and it was a pleasure to reread it again. So I'm going with her for my living author. Ooh, for the no longer living. Oh, you know who I'm going to go with? John Steinbeck. I was like, I was like
1: trying to channel that into you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go with that. Steinbeck.
0: I'm going to go with that because East of Eden was an amazing it was read.
1: Shockingly good. And
0: I would like to read more Steinbeck.
1: I have Grapes of Wrath and our winter, The Winter of Our Discontent.
0: I will get those. I saw both of those at the thrift store, but... The copies were too bad. Like,
1: Oh, mine were beautiful. They were...
0: You, <laughs> you know, you love know I love a good, like well-worn, well-loved book, but these were bad. So I just left them on the shelves. But yeah, John Steinbeck.
1: I'll see what I can find at the book barn. I yeah. might go tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that I've shelved, I'm going to go tomorrow.
0: That was hard.
1: That was really hard.
0: The and living was got- fairly easy, sort of, kind of. <laughs> Although I'm kind of regretting not choosing Natsuo Carino for my living, one of my living authors, the one that wrote Out.
1: Yes, I have it right here. I'm looking at it.
0: Also, like maybe I could have thrown in Muriel Burberry, the French writer.
1: Can I just say for Out, I do not expect it to take that weird sexual twist
0: mm-hmm. totally
1: at the end. And I have so many questions about Japanese culture and sex now. We keep having this conversation and I'm like, what? Can someone explain it to us? Because it is like, I feel like this very, like, I don't know what the right words are, like refined, proper, mannered, etiquette filled. But then also like sex is not in the like, puritanic kind of mm-hmm. American kind of sex category. And it's just... I'm, I'm, like, trying to marry these two images of, like, the very, like, buttoned-up, put-together, like, Japanese whatever, and their very openness about certain things with sex. And every Japanese author we read, we keep having the same conversation. We're like, I just... I just need to understand this. Right.
0: And like you said, it's like prim and proper aren't the right words. It's words, more like not the right words. It's, it's more like, like a respectable. Of,
1: g- there's, there's like and a, then
0: something else.
1: And nothing's, I, 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 we will find the right words at some point. Yeah. But like, they, there, is, there is something where they, and it's probably our American prudism that is making it not mesh. But there's something where I'm like, these feel like opposite existing at the same
0: time right is it our american prudism or is it or is it the appearance of prudism that they've been showing us which is why we can't wrap our head around i don't know i don't it, know it's it's an interesting conversation to have
1: that it's like a quieter society where they don't advertise everything and anything like we do Like i feel like americans are just so loud and i mean we're very in your everything face everything and like so and, so it's almost like maybe we just didn't notice. <laughs>
0: I maybe.
1: I don't know. I don't understand it. But I'm fascinated by this like dichotomy in that I'm seeing as I read all this Japanese literature, which I'm loving. And I also need to keep reading more because I read, listened to my first Marukami and I was like, this dude, what the fuck's wrong with him? But the lady writers, I'm like, you're. this is banging. <laughs>
0: like, I mean, it's so, definitely a lane I want to go down a little bit further.
1: Yeah. There's an avenue we're exploring.
0: Yeah. And I want to read everything that Natsuo has written. I want to mm-hmm. read her book, Grotesque, her other book, The Real World. Like, I, I want them all.
1: I liked the, like, dark humor of it. I didn't
0: liked, I tell you, like, it was darkly was comedic? Dark
1: but I didn't expect, like that weird I just didn't expect the weird sexual twist yeah I
0: just
1: and, but it was it was really good and, mm-hmm. and I feel I I don't know there's like a spice to Japanese there is authors that I just don't get from other people there anymore.
0: is when you were reading now did you did you um realize that all, that character I was talking about where it was like how do you know how to do that I don't know who you are you have a lot of secrets I'm a little fearful of you yeah. Yeah, it's like how do you you're too calm about the situation, you have too good of a plan, and you didn't have to think hard to come up with it. I
1: do think that like if you have a nurse friend, mm-hmm. they would be similar though.
0: Mm. That's a really good point.
1: And like I've never had to do this. Yeah. But, like also I'd be like, Well, it's not the first body I've bagged. Let's go. <laughs> like,
0: I you know what? I can see that. I can see yeah. that.:
1: Yeah, I mean, I've never dismembered
0: anybody just for the record. For right. It. Um, right. It's
1: not the first dead body I've handled. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. So do you agree, like I mean the book says it's crime fiction, and it reads like crime fiction yes. to me. Yes. but I have heard so many people classify it as horror, and I'm like, this is not really like horror it's to me. Not this not is horror. crime fiction.:
1: It's a crime fiction.: Okay,
0: I, I knew it wasn't crazy. It's like not only does the book say it, it reads well, yeah. like crime fiction.
1: You might be crazy, but it has. To I
0: mean, point. I might be.
1: And you did say you want a skin job.
0: I do. <laughs> wow. Okay, that was really fun.
1: Just to tie that back around.
0: Um, it's all about the skin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm the one who's been drinking if you're not watching the video naomi is absolutely sober in fact she's overly caffeinated all i had is coffee and um perhaps she needs less
0: coffee maybe and daughter as nurse. i take another yeah. sip
1: if we can't find larry tomorrow but you have a new leather bound journal then you'll know
0: <laughs> wink wink
1: where'd larry oh. go
0: <laughs> actually he just got home like right before we started recording this episode
1: oh i thought you were gonna be like well he also he he hasn't been home in a few days
0: <laughs> thought i was gonna say he's been bagged and tagged no <laughs> <laughs> be my first <laughs> wow oh. if Wow! Uh, if you can tell folks we're a bit loopy we this is one of our marathon recording days where we record like last four recording. episodes in a day you know, so. We hope you enjoy this episode of TBR,
1: Lowdown, right? After dark.
0: This is what podcasters who have full-time jobs do. We batch record. Yes. To ensure that we meet our every Monday schedule. So make
1: it so that we don't have to be full-time really point
0: that's, that's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. We have big dreams. Moving to the Caribbean, holding writers and reader retreats. This is the whole thing. All right. I had a blast
1: I had a blast too. This is a really fun game.
0: This was a we fun to game. We need come
1: up with more games. Like that's uh, what, like Yes. Something that's like this where we have to rapid fire, come up with stuff.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, really sure. Yes. I love it. Uh, if you guys have ideas,
1: you can always shoot them over to us on uh, com. There's uh do we have a show ideas thing on there now? Well, we or have a comment a page.
0: Comments?
1: Go to the comment page yeah. and leave us a comment. We will get it in the email. We love suggestions if there's people you want us to try to interview if there's books you want us to read and comment on let us know we're happy to try i need you to finish a certain book so we can discuss it.
0: okay thank you you're welcome and that's gonna do we're out of here bye bye well, we've come to the end of the show. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We kindly ask that you go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our show and leave a review. That would help us out tremendously. Don't forget to follow TBR Lowdown on Instagram at TBR Lowdown and visit our website for show notes, the link to join our Discord book club, and other information at TBRLowdown.com. You can follow me, Naomi, on Instagram at BookLadyReads and follow Alyssa on Instagram at NerdyNurseReads. Thanks again for listening and for your support. Until next time.